0: to test 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 and you guys are having the best conversation i think and so. i wasn't recording
1: this is the problem with this show we
0: yes yes yes
1: but also why this show exists true so you could capture at least a little bit right. of the palmas community life. i agree I do agree. you
2: would you prefer us to relive this experience
0: what that conversation yeah yeah Oh, okay, cool. But first I I just want to say welcome to everybody that's listening. Oh yeah, yeah. To there's so much I don't know about you. And I know I'm personally very, very excited for this guest today.
2: I'm even more excited than her.
0: Um, I don't know if that's possible.
2: I don't know how to measure that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't either. So please welcome to the show, Alana. Hey. Media
1: Villa? Is that how we say your last name? So Alana Media Villa.
0: Okay, I cannot say it like that. That's how you
1: would say it if you were to say it like that. Alana okay. Media Villa. But you could say Alana Media Villa. Media. That works via? too. That's media Did that via?
2: have media any media. like like impact in your decision to get into film?
1: so media villa in spanish means half of a villa so when i was a kid i would get bullied a lot for not a lot but like enough to remember like oh your parents didn't afford the whole villa so you only have half the villa half the villa so when i was growing up when i would hear it i wouldn't hear media i would hear half you know like with so that kind of mantra i wouldn't say played a huge role but but I mean, yeah, there it is. It's kind of fate, though. I love it.
0: It is kind of crazy. I know. Which, so it's funny that we're all like we started this off talking about your name because I wrote down some things to talk about and remember what I messaged you the other day. What about your name?
1: About with an H?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is because Erin and I went back and forth with each other, mm-hmm. and she kept on writing your name without with an it. a. And I'm like, and so I always wrote it with, and um, I knew, I knew how to pronounce it accurately, but I'm like, okay, when you meet something, somebody, and you're, you're friends with them on Facebook, I just automatically go to whatever's on Facebook. Yes. And so we went back and forth. I was going to message you too. I decided not to because I wanted a natural reaction, um, on the show when we brought it up.
0: (laughs) You (laughs) didn't care, Aaron, so you just texted me. Because I was super curious.
1: Well, so it's Alana, it has an H, but it's a silent H, because in Spanish you don't pronounce the Hs. And with an H, it means, it's actually a Hebrew name, and in Hebrew you pronounce the H, so it's, you know, crazy. But my mom is Cuban, and my dad's Puerto Rican, so for them it was a Spanish name, and they put the H in it because in Hebrew it means my child. And so they really liked it. And my mom is Anna, my dad is Rafa, and they were going with Arana. And then my mom found Alana with an H, and she was like, "That's the one. Never mind our Arana." Which I'm happy that they that they did make that decision because L is easier to say than R's. Um, but then when I moved to the states, everybody would always say, "Hey, Halana, Halana, Hawana, Halana," and it is just it would just like, like hurt my ears to hear it all the time. And I didn't want to correct people. Every single time I met them, I was like, it's actually Alana, it's Alana, it's Alana. It gets tiresome, Mm -hmm. so then I decided, and I moved to the States uh, kind of permanently, full-time, when I was 21. And then I decided to change it, and so my entire professional career, when I moved to California, um, I just didn't have the H, and it was never a problem, and people would just say my name properly.
2: Well, I get that. I mean, Aaron and I were actually talking about that because my last name is Utec. And you don't really pronounce the T at the end. It's not Utecht, you know, which, you know, most people actually say Utech. That's what I most commonly
0: get. So
2: Utech. And And that's so weird to me. Yeah.
0: Because when I see your name, I do not when, I never saw I never thought. So when that. you so when
2: you saw it, you thought you you tech? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No,
0: I thought you tech.
2: You didn't really pronounce the T? No.
0: <gasps> like I read it the right way, I feel like.
2: That's incredible. You
0: but you But like you had said it to me that somebody says oo utched.
2: Yeah. That's the most common way. So I'm always correcting people throughout school, throughout all of life. If you look at her U-tached. name
0: would you pronounce it u
1: no but i i mean i can see that
2: but also people on the mainland pronounce her name wrong so well no
1: i know (laughs) well but in my case i feel like it makes sense because there is an h in it and in english you do pronounce the h so it's like hunk it's hal. like you you see it and you want to say it so i understand then the the saying it And so that's why I kind of made it easy by taking away the H. But I've played with it where I kind of start my name. It's funny that this comes up now because with the movie that I'm working on, um, the beginning, you know, it says my name. And the question then is, like, do I use the H or do I not use the H? Did you read my show notes? No.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Because you just gave me the perfect segue. So this movie that you're working on... Dirty coin, super exciting, and honestly, it was the second thing I wrote down.
1: Wow! So like, we're like, we're like vibing. You, yeah, today. yeah. This is good.
0: I swear, I didn't let her see the show notes before,
1: and I swear, <laughs> I didn't just bring up my movie. It's just that it's funny that this comes up because it's like, what do I do? Is it with an H? Is it without an H? How do I how do I keep how do I present myself to that big of a, a of a market? You know yeah so I don't know but yeah the movie that's a, that's the other uh, which thing. is why
0: we needed to make sure that this interview happened this evening because you're leaving in a, what in a few days for Ten an weeks? extended
1: trip more or less
0: we're so excited for you but we're gonna miss you guys
1: I know I'm gonna miss you guys too I'm gonna miss it but here. It's but gonna everybody so
0: ha- it's gonna be such an amazing. epic trip and you're doing. The launch mm-hmm. of Dirty Coin. Mm-hmm. The
1: is it technically a pre-launch? So it's the premiere at a festival. Yes. So we're gonna um, we're gonna be premiering at the Bitcoin Film Festival in Warsaw at the end of April on 4-20-2024, which is predicted to be the day of the having and my movie my documentary is a documentary about Bitcoin mining. So it's very appropriate, um, and I hope. That the having is actually on 420 But we're going to be on 420 Which is the only palindrome date Of 2024 So that's also really cool There's a lot of cool things about that um, And then we'll have a couple of satellite cities That are going to have um, Kind of private screenings Of the film as well But then all are of Are we this- having
0: one in Palmas? That's
1: a good question yes. have,
0: Has that not been brought up? No can yeah. we have one in Poland? I Palmas? think she
2: just did. You you did. Are we? I mean,
0: we could I'm It'll here. be
1: oh, done. We'll oh have Oh my the goodness! Files. Can
2: we have like the whole red carpet and everything? <gasps> right. Oh my God, that would be amazing. Okay. It's like but wait, yeah. but then
1: it can't be on four twenty. It's gonna have to be during the summer so I can be here.
0: Oh yeah,
1: because four twenty I'm gonna be in Poland. Okay, so will what you if be we, here in What June? if we
0: still do one on four twenty and then yeah, we do well, another one when you're back?
1: maybe i don't
2: think it's going to be the same without her here i think we yeah, have but to. i would
1: yeah. i would can't we like stream in no you can't no so i'm i'm really going like super indie but also uh, industry uh, driven in the sense of like just how the business model works for for how i'm doing this movie um, and the industry is changing. And th- I went last year to AFM, which was the American Film Market. And one of the things that I realized in like all these panels that I that I went to and um, different learning sessions was that everybody was just like kind of with their hands in the air, talking how everybody else is bankrupt and streaming is un- unsustainable and what the hell is going on and who's going to the movie theaters and. Um, it just kind of felt like there was a lot of blood on the streets from, a, from, the, from the industry perspective. But and there are a lot of redundancies that new cinema and digital cinema change and independently funded films can exist in a different way. And I'm really excited about that. So I've been following a lot of like filmpreneurs, um, filmmakers that have been able to make their films become successful and profitable endeavors for them. And there's just a lot of really, really great use cases. So once I'm done making the movie, that's like my right now, heads down, kind of making the movie and raising funds for the movie. Then we focus on evangelizing the movie and getting, getting the word out there and talking more about it and screening it and, you know, get it, gauging people's reactions around the world. Right now, mining is coming under attack on, in the United States, in the European Union. Um, there's a lot of countries in South America and Africa that are mining, that are mining themselves. So it's a, it's a, I think it's a really interesting story, and I hope to be a part of that greater conversation that's happening in the Bitcoin and energy community.
0: I just think it's really cool.
1: The fact that we
0: know somebody, well, actually, what's really funny is, so when I was, like, Just doing a little snooping on the internet about you I mean, I know you pretty well But I still just wanted to go see what I could find And um, so you're on IMDB, obviously, as a filmmaker But what's really funny is So is John, our second guest And so is Joel, our first so we've had three guests yeah yeah so (laughs) she she was she was really hoping that
2: like you were going to be our first and then it'd be something for us to talk about and then she saw that they're on and then we both got sad when we talked about it because we are not on imdb no and i feel like we should be i feel like we should be do you know what oh you know what when we filmed that that Fake episode of the Real Housewives of paul Estelar. And yes. that's gonna get us on IMDb. Hundred percent. High five from across the yeah. room. Yes, hundred yes. percent.
1: Done. I love it. <laughs> uh, I do want to make more more short films because just kind of going back to how are you creating content for a community? You know, films for a community. You don't just want to stop with one movie. You want to. Could, you you want to extend the lifetime of that marketing campaign of that customer so to speak of that fan you want to keep giving them something if they like if they liked it then they want more you know so what else are you going to give them and as a filmmaker i like presenting stories of people and circumstances that don't normally get to get a microphone put in front of them you know like nerdy developers that don't aren't the CEO that has the incredible publicist that puts them on all of the Fox News and whatever, but, but people that are just really heads down focusing on developing the thing. And uh, I'd like to continue to, like we've had a, I would say, a pretty decent success with Stranded, a short film that I released last year in September. Um, and in monetizing that and in using that as marketing, and I want to continue to leverage and experiment with that as a filmmaker. And I think that short films are an excellent medium to um, test out kind of experiences. Like, do you remember your, your uh, mystery night that you did? Oh, yeah, my murder mystery. Your murder mystery. So imagine Which if I like... I
2: need to have a, right. one of the, another one of those.
1: Yes. Yeah. yeah. A redo. I've when, had,
2: when I'm in town. I've had two now.
0: So when were when we're friends and I'm in town, yeah, because yeah. the first one I didn't know you. Yeah, that's true. I don't think. No,
2: we might have. I don't know. I don't, <laughs> I don't even know. We met a couple times before we actually became friends, and then we realized we lost all this time because we're so awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I we have had this know. this missed opportunity. But it, it's okay. We're over wasn't, it now. It wasn't we're, meant we're to definitely be. Definitely over it now. <laughs>
0: Um.
1: but something like that you could play like a short film to go before it you know that kind of sets the stage that you film right here with the people that are going to be here and you know you could there there could be an integration of of this experience and it can be a luxe experience and i don't know there's a bunch of different people doing some really cool stuff with media right now um and new media experiences that i'm finding really exciting
2: Will you direct our episode of The Real Housewives of Mar? Oh my Del Mar? God! We're,
1: yes. Okay, Done. that would be amazing. Okay.
0: Good. Okay. Director, we we oh have God. location already. Palm Mar. No, <laughs> JLDs. Remember what? We're gonna do the a pool <gasps> oh, we, oh, scene for sure. There. Oh yes. Well, we. Yes, oh yeah. yeah that's there's a good
2: pool no. no. Do you, do you, don't tell them about the it's episode. It's
0: just a pool scene. That's Shh. it. That's all. Nobody okay. Knows. You don't
2: know what's gonna happen in the pool, <laughs> but when you see a pool on our episode, you'll know. You'll something know something happens. <laughs> something happened there
0: so I was going to ask you and you don't have to answer this if you don't want to but I know that you have ideas for other films is that something that you're discussing now or
1: yes um one thing I learned going to AFM last year when I went, I went with Dirty Coin and Stranded, right? Like Stranded as like, this is the short film and then I'm working on Dirty Coin, the feature length documentary about Bitcoin mining. And I went really prepared for that. And I met a lot of people that are in other, in other genres that are in scripted mostly, that are in horror, that are in drama, that are in family, that are in different other things that aren't unscripted that aren't documentaries so I felt like there was a lot of wasted um, a a lot of wasted energy of like myself as a producer just going representing the one film where and I really need very little to represent my movie so in order for somebody to a a buyer to know if they want to continue having a conversation they actually don't need that much from you they need you know one pager or even just a log line and a poster and some art and some treatment and what kind of what kind of actors you want to have in it like it can actually be pretty high level in order to get you into the door and you can get those pre-sales before you even make the film you get you can get to gauge as a filmmaker what is the interest for that content And so that's something that I'm going to be doing differently this time. And so this year I am planning around being at Cannes to go to the market. Um, That's not for sure yet. That would extend our family trip. That would be so amazing. That would be so amazing. That would be incredible. It's just that it would be the five of us. And it's like, so yes, uh, because that's early May. And
0: what an experience for your kids. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So what I'm going to do differently this time is I'm going to, I have a couple of different ideas of films that I want to do, but rather than going out and fundraising for it and doing it and then going to sell it, I'm going to have my slate really beefed up with everything that I want to do, who I would have, the stage of development that these concepts are in. And then I get to go to the market and I get to actually pitch them see what bites see what has interest and then based on that that's when i'm going to make a decision of what i'm really going to focus on next
2: while you were talking i just came up with the coolest idea <laughs> <laughs> if if this goes really well and it's really a big hit in the community we we come up with a list of kind of like different types of episodes you know for example if we have any friends who have like parents in town we're going to get them on an episode of like, for, you know, family, friends, Palmas parents, Palmas parents, and yes,
0: no, yeah. So peep
2: right. Palmas peeps, and the parents who made them. <laughs> oh yeah. 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 Another kind of episode is out. out and about. And she, she's, she said to, she's always, whenever we're talking about out and about, she's like, you're going to say it every time because I just sound, I sound Because her Wisconsin yeah, comes out. This, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um
0: so is
1: out and about an episode where we record a podcast episode at like a palmas restaurant
0: definitely <laughs> but it will also include talking to randos
1: oh like so people, like tourists yeah. and
0: yeah. people uh, just people we don't so know just in
1: Pura Vida out there and being like come sit down oh, pretty I much
2: like. and why wouldn't you you see us with all this professional equipment yeah. People will come talk to us. Yeah, you? for sure. Of
1: course. You're going to, you, I, I can see you. You're going to be like, come I'll, on. I'm going <laughs> to so bring them okay. in.
2: I'm going to bring them in. I'm going to do that, gonna, that. We should get a sign. We, There's so much can, I don't know oh my about gosh, you. Let's we should get, get a, let's a, get a Chloe spinner. sign. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm like, a Chloe sign <laughs> so, in here. I'm like, can we no, get a, a, neon a sign sign that we can. No, like I'm gonna, plug in. I want to hire somebody. I want to hire somebody to have
1: this big sign that they flip around. We have to hire
0: our fact checker first. Remember? Yeah, we yeah. need a new fact checker. A fact so, checker? I don't know if you know me. Like, yeah, yeah, what so
1: actually it... happened at the Palmas Athletic Club? No, with all no that money. No, like, that, that could be checker? fun,
0: though. That could be really fun. Ooh, might get us in, tr- in trouble.
2: <laughs> so I have an important question. Mm. You're on all these things. So this triggered something in my head. There's two types of people there are people who have a million taps open, and then there are people who can't handle that, and they get rid of everything except for what they're using.
1: Who are you? A million tabs open across multiple windows and sometimes desktops until my computer can't take it anymore. Yeah, and sometimes when my computer crashes, I'm like, oh, that's like a little reset of my brain. Yeah, but no, I'm definitely a bunch of tabs.
2: You're a bunch of tabs. Hundred percent. That's amazing. It's it's,
0: yeah.
1: I think it's how geniuses operate.
0: It's a hundred percent many tabs, multiple screens. Like I can be on, it all.
2: What about <laughs> you? I,
0: I can have as
2: many tabs as it'll show before it shrinks the size of the tab.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh yeah. So Hence that's like multiple windows, yeah. but in exactly. multiple windows. Yeah. No, I can't oh, yeah. do that. And no. I have, no. 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 Multiple and windows, I have multiple no. screens. No. I have my main, like my laptop computer and then i have another screen so i go back and forth
2: it's like a i don't know keep it clean kind of thing i'm i'm Mm-mm. i'm oh i'm
0: all over the place same back and forth and back and, and everywhere mm-hmm.
1: all right and then when all day i disconnect long. my monitors <laughs> and everything collapses to my just my laptop screen i'm like wow. but i but you know what it, it,
2: I'm also the person who, if somebody's sending me a text message, it drives me nuts that there's a notification there. So yeah. I clear my notifications throughout the day because, yeah. I'm, oh, I can't.
0: I don't have notifications on. Yeah. The only notification I get is a text I, I don't or a know, phone
2: call. I don't know why I don't just turn it off.
0: Yeah, yeah uh, I have it all off.
2: That's important. Interesting.
0: You need to turn it off. Yeah. Yeah, I do. Yeah, Shut because it down, it, Bex. Then
1: it's like, I... I, I <laughs> It's like unproductive to-do list uh, busy work.
2: Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I acknowledge this. This is one of my crazy, you know?
1: Sometimes I catch myself, like, cleaning out my inbox, and I'm like, I'm procrastinating. Like, come on. There's, there's more important things for me to do right now. I mean, some, obviously, I, I do need to clean out my inbox sometimes. I do clean but... out
0: my inbox. I, I have... I have so
2: many folders for everything oh, I have folders. organized. Uh, uh,
0: yeah, I have so many folders, but... I also, once it gets past a certain number, it freaks me out. Yeah. And it depends on the, the email inbox too. Like which one it's, it is. Mm.
1: If it's my personal,
0: it's bigger. It like that number's larger. It can, they can sit out there.
1: Yeah. It's like Nordstrom and things like that.
0: Yeah. And, but then like other mailboxes, I need them to be like 10 or less.
1: Yeah, I need to get there. I feel like I've been ignoring all of my hats recently just to get certain hats like done that are just like full-time hats. And that that to me, like not having, not getting back. Actually, that was one of my New Year's resolutions was answer emails more promptly because there's just so many chat apps and so much business occurs across these chat mm-hmm. apps that very often emails are like more official. It's easy to get lost in the, in the fold and in the shuffle. And, um, yeah. And then I just, I I can, I can sit on them for longer, but really I, I do think that being fast and getting back to people is a better way to get projects done.
0: Yeah. So that just made me think of something. How have we not figured out how to combine everything that comes in and like, you get a message on Instagram. You get a message on WhatsApp. You get a message on Signal. You have texts, phone calls. How and may, okay, maybe texts and phone calls have to stay out of it. But why can't? Why isn't somebody put it so it's all in one place so you know where you're?
2: Like your phone? No, on because you still have to screen? go to
0: fifteen different apps and like look at a thousand different groups. E- there are so some... You know what I mean? Like so that you could organize it between all of them. I feel like we'd all be much happier. Really, that sounds r- stressful. It sounds way less stressful than having fifty different WhatsApp groups, fifty different Signal groups, having to go to different apps, forgetting where somebody messaged you. Like, was it Instagram? Kinda was like, it WhatsApp? Did they text to me? It's I don't remember. Kind of like
2: all in all in box. Just yeah. everything.
0: Yeah. All the stuff that you're supposed to reply to that you haven't responded to. You could put it in, like, order of importance. I don't does know. Does this, maybe this exists. If it does, I need somebody to tell me. Because I want that. <laughs> doesn't, that you, sound,
1: doesn't, doesn't that sound nice? So, I have, the different chat apps have kind of different, uh, uh, Like if I give you my WhatsApp, I don't have notifications from WhatsApp, but I do from Signal and I have some groups muted on Signal, but my groups on Signal are my more important groups. I don't have as many, uh, but they're all kind of important. And again, some of them I just have muted, but I will go and like check on them. And then Telegram, I don't have notifications on for Telegram because that's I don't even get in there
0: anymore. I don't. I never log into Telegram. I, I think you have to because of dirty coin, right? I
1: have to because of dirty yeah. coin. Yeah, the the Bitcoin community is very much on Telegram. Yeah. So I'm. So I, that's. So so I guess I, that is how I kind of bucket people or people like you. You just text me, because right. I get texts. And so texts, Signal too, but texts I see your name. Um, yeah. Yeah. I
0: I don't. In my opinion, text is like the most personal. Mm-hmm if I'm not calling you
2: yeah yeah you me know too. but it's not just about the notifications for me it's it's all those little red dots oh yeah I hate them <laughs> I I have to I have to hide them they need to go yeah. away so
0: you need to turn off notifications mm. that's all you need to do okay yeah we, we're gonna work on that thanks <laughs> so this leads me to like I feel like she did read the show notes because it's like perfect segue into one of the things that I wanted to talk to you about that I feel like we haven't really talked about much. And that is your life at Google, what that was like when you were there. And I, I feel like there has to be some pretty fantastic stories from being there. I don't know what you can, you know, share with us. But. Because
2: of our show. There's so much I don't know about you. (laughs) Tell us something.
1: (laughs) I already had film kick when Google approached me for an interview. And I was currently at that time, I had two people working for me, part-time, working on projects. I was hiring people all the time. And I was just curious how Google did their interview process. And so I took the interview to do research on how to interview because... I started my company young. I was just kind of like figuring it out as I went and I, there's only so much I knew. So, so I took the interview. The interview went great. And then they invited me on campus for a second interview. And I, again, I have a business. My business is doing well. Um, I, but I just got invited to Google. So I've never been inside Google, but like I, we lived in San Jose, so I was close and i was like well i'm going to take the interview because it's google it's google i'm i'm going to go check it out i'm going to check out the campus so i go and i meet the team and it is such a cool fun nerdy filmmaker people like me like a community or group team and they were it was for google cloud specifically and google cloud was like growing 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 and like just you know, really becoming something like what it is today and beyond. Um, and I really loved the idea of growth at that scale, at that global scale. And I knew that if I was ever going to learn that it was going to be at Google. And so, um, yeah, I was there, we had lunch, I loved it. People with dogs, you know, and like people doing exercising outside because the, the my, I, went to, I went to do my interview at the quad in Mountain View. And it's like such a... People playing volleyball right there. Like, it was such a cool spot and the food was delicious. And so I left and I was like, wow, it's incredible. I didn't think I was going to get the job. Um, and that was for a video specialist role. So that was a role for like a shooter, editor, motion graphics. Like, I was supposed to basically be fully in charge of the video. And and so I took the job, and that's actually when I took that job, because I had my business and I had Google, that's when Rustin actually took s- stepped down from his full-time work, and then stepped up as full-time parent. And then I was working at Google full-time during the day, and then I had my office still with a couple of other clients like, um, Volvo, PayPal, uh, Porsche, uh, a couple of other clients that we kept doing videos on the side for while I was working at Google.
0: Okay, so now I need to know, how did you land those gigs? Well, because right, you were new.
1: Well, I mean, new? I had at that point I had like maybe like five, six years of experience. So you know, I had some experience at this point. I've been doing it for 13 years with my business um so yeah so and then google i had a then google was just like a fast track of experience it was like fast track of like how to make a bunch of stuff really quickly at the highest quality we could make it and you got to translate it and localize it to 12 languages you know like everything was like that and so that was really cool um and but i would do i was in silicon valley and i've always been a fan of networking and meeting people and not really kind of expecting anything in return just like just making friends in this space and i think that that's the best attitude for networking because i has worked for me and in those like networking meetings of like female entrepreneurs in palo alto well where, who are you going to meet? You know, you're going to meet people from the tech industry. And I mean, I dropped the name, big names when I say who I worked for. But for every big name I worked for, I did work for. There were like five startups, you know, and smaller companies that I produced their, their video content for. So, so, and I mean, Silicon Valley is just, there's just so much work going on there. There's so much happening and being born there it's like this like the creation of a star you know like there are certain places that it's really hard to 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 stop the innovation it's like it's just boiling over with with creativity and new ideas and capital and and people that want to work late and people that want to just do their best work because everybody kind of knows that that's their time in silicon valley you know that's like your your Mm -hmm. opportunity to to kind of do something at a very massive scale and then you can easily pivot to a different job you can you know once you have ex-google you're ex-google for forever it's like like an alumni kind of a you are
2: situation. like seriously this whole time I'm thinking you're like one of the coolest people I've ever met
1: it is true yeah it really is. like
2: i um, just incredible thank you all
1: And then I got an an electric bike, and for like two years, I biked to Google every day. I would bike there and back, and I also built a couple of their big studios with a big budget and a big team, so it wasn't myself alone, but I got to play with some really big numbers, and that was really fun, and some professionals, and I feel like that's when I went from like do-it-all to if you wanted to be good. Spend money to get the right people in the room, you know, and then get get a gaffer, get a director of photography, get rent the lenses, spend the money. And that's how you turn a tech video (laughs) into something that looks good, you know. So that was that was that was really fun.
0: So you didn't answer my other question about Google.
1: It's a crazy story.
0: Yeah, there has to be something crazy
1: Oh, oh my God, there is a crazy story. Yes. So and this actually ties it back to Dirty Coin. And I as you see twice, twice I'm being brought to Dirty Coin. So, fine. so check this totally out. Fine. There is we used to do a lot of content for the learning team. And we one of the things that that Google does to for developers to learn how to use Google Cloud and develop on cloud is they they need to have real-world scenarios where they're actually using virtual machines to practice a skill that they just learned. You know, you you need to actually do it and move the things around. And so people, one day, everything, all, all the, everything, like, I don't know if they were, like, turned off or what happened. I don't know how we had, like, an emergency meeting that the quizzes weren't working, that the, they had to... Turn off the virtual machines because people were taking the course just to get free time on the virtual machines to mine Bitcoin. (laughs) So they were using... So they were using free like cloud computing to run their Bitcoin mining operation. (laughs) They were mining Bitcoin.
0: Oh my gosh. Do you talk about this
1: in the movie? No, No. (laughs) I actually, you know, what's funny. I actually just forgot about that until you asked me about a crazy story. I haven't like thought about that. And we didn't sign an NDA or anything when that happened. That was just like a weird fucking thing. Like we were like, what? And like mining Bitcoin. I remember at the time being like, what? I, I was already I already knew about what Bitcoin. year was that do you remember so I remember the building that we were in when that happened and that was the same year as Maria because I was in sitting so at that 2018? desk when I found out about Marie, what was going on in Maria so yes so 2018 so this was <clears throat> wow so this was six years ago already and wow. here I am making a documentary about Bitcoin mining so many years so later cool. that's crazy so that, that would be a crazy story yeah, huh. Also, um, <clears throat> I gained like maybe like thirty pounds while I w- like I was already like round and like like yummy, and then I joined Google and then I just gained like thirty more pounds because the food was just so good and I just no an insane. I love that round and yummy. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> yeah, it was, great. it was You know, yummy but cut around, and yeah. So and you know slides everywhere i really enjoyed my time there it was there's a reason why they call it the golden handcuffs because you are i felt like i was already at the top of my ladder i hit. i hit the top of my ladder but i was 35 and i was like well this is a little too young to have peaked and but i knew that if i need if i wanted to keep growing then i had to leave and so i left because i again 35 peaking but what a, what a place to peek at, you know? Yeah. It's like a great place, they'll take care of you. It's, you have an issue, you can bring it up. There's a system for everything, like it's fantastic. Yeah. Um, but I had to go.
2: Coolest person.
0: So that's what I was just going to say. And so I want to add to that because I think that you're very courageous. You left Google, I mean you had your own business, you had your own thing going on. But you left Google and you left Google and came here, right? I was still working at Google when we moved here. Okay, okay. So when did you how long were you here before you decided to
1: So I left Google before coming here? Okay. I did, but I moved. You were here. contracting, right? No, okay. no, no. So so I now still contract. So my company, okay. that was one of the reasons why I had to leave, because I made I turned my company into a Google vendor. And so I couldn't promote my Google vendor Ness for Filmkick, my company while I was still working there because that was one of my jobs was actually being an internal producer and recommending production companies to use for certain projects. Like the ones that our team couldn't handle. Um, I would direct that to some other company in San Francisco or something. So I was aware of the volume of, of, you know, it, uh, projects that were going, and I would not have been able to say, go to film because that would have been a huge conflict of interest. So, um, I left, but with a long runway because I had, qu- I actually quit Google three times, but that's, I feel like that's a longer story, but, um, I was supposed to be done with Google next, but that was the week of the pandemic. That was 2020. That was the second time that I quit Google because the pandemic happened. Suddenly the event gets canceled the week before we are in the middle of this huge, huge, um, project that had taken us months to plan It's like a huge Google convention. And, and there's like cameras everywhere and recording everywhere. So it was like a big lift. And so we, des- I decided with my boss, like, and all my film kick work dried up because it was the lockdown. So suddenly all of our uh, shoot dates get mm-hmm. canceled. And these are shoot days that we're making a good amount of money. Like with four or five shoot days, I, I secure the month, you know? So, so these are important shoot days that were suddenly gone. And my boss had this huge problem on her hands because the event suddenly is going virtual and I have a huge problem on my hand. so we decided that it would be best for both of us for me to stay and then finish out like the the event and then hand over some things and so it wasn't until so we moved here and I already knew that that, that we were going to make that transition to just me working full-time um on film and Dirty Coin. So I kind of replaced Google with Dirty Coin because I still basically went from 80 hours a week to 80 hours a week again. Um, but yes, I already knew that that was happening. And I had a big project that I was landing with right after leaving Google. And that one pulled out like two weeks before I quit. And I had to suddenly pick up a really big project here from palmas from my little converted closet office and it's been three years now and i've been able to as a filmmaker it be the breadwinner of my family of five and you know still have the kids going to tennis
0: class really funny because your husband makes bread
1: yeah, and exactly. And so, so you're the bread so, maker, but he actually makes oh bread. Oh my
2: gosh, He's that's amazing! <laughs> and we're very happy about this. Yes, yes, we yes. love this. Yes,
1: yes, we. L- I love this too. Yeah. I mean, uh, your he, your
0: house always smells delicious. It does. It does. And
1: he he loves making that bread. And my family, like those kids, eat that bread when our whole community loves that bread. I went to Levon. Um, I've been going to Levon because I'm editing the movie in Sang Huang, so I've been like commuting every day to Sang Huang, which sucks. Um, but this place, Levon, is really delicious. And I got their sourdough and it was honestly not as good as Rustin's. And this of course is a not. really great place. Like everything else that they do is delicious. But and the sourdough was good, but it was just not as good as Rustin's.
2: It's it's funny because I'll I always talk about how amazing this community is. And and I have so I have a friend back home who who will always say like it's like unreal to them, you know, that they're like, no, you're just exaggerating how great it is. Oh, my bread guy uh, came and dropped off a loaf and they're like like that. It was like had exploded like you have a bread guy. And I'm like, yes best bread ever
1: did you tell them that you have a bread guy because that's how he pays for his <laughs> golf cart <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, that's also really freaking cool so it's so cool yeah. okay it's so cool all
2: right so rustin and alana had purchased <laughs> our first golf cart that we putt bought putt putt yeah uh there was our first go- golf cart that we bought when we came to puerto rico and um so it has there's a little sentimental love you know it's like yeah putt putt couldn't make it up many hills but (laughs) it's so great and he loved it and um they they purchased it from us and you know after a while you know, we, we said to them, um, you know, Sean, I think it was like at Christmas time. And, they, and they were, he was just like, you know, instead of like paying me back for this golf cart, can, can you just bring us a loaf of bread every month? And, and he's and like, that's an expensive loaf of bread. <laughs> and so that's, uh, that's what we do. That um, is
1: what we do. I also, I mean, I've, I have, la- so with, for the film, I traveled to so many different places in the last couple of years. Like, so it was incredible. I wrote them all down for the first time in order to get ready for our audit, <laughs> our financial audit. Um, I put everything that I, tra- everywhere that I traveled and it was really great places. Um, and some like far away remote places as well. But I kept wanting to come back to Palmas. Like I kept thinking like when I, when I came in and I came back, not just to here, but to hear to like our friends and hanging out and just re- running into somebody going to the bank walking to the bank you know and taking the golf cart to the bank walking to the beach going to the beach at night i mean it's such a special place and i feel like when whenever i hear somebody go like oh palmas the gated community and i'm like yeah, you're not welcome here. I have. I do not need to change your mind about Palmas. Yes, you're exactly. right. Never mind. Don't look here. Yeah. Keep, <laughs> right. keep going. Because I love our little hidden paradise yeah. of weird and awesome. Yeah. And we should not disrupt it with anybody that is expecting anything else.
2: So, speaking of weird and awesome, on every episode, we like to ask a ridiculous question. Um or a silly question you had one i do i do okay. i i just am i'm, yeah. I'm acknowledging it
0: <laughs> okay are we, what are we calling it do we have a name for it no because yeah. the
2: question changes every time okay. it's
1: all a right ridiculous question so
2: here's yeah. your ridiculous question if you were stuck in a tv show for a month what would it be and why oh my god
0: I'm gonna give you a moment to think about it because I think that the segment should be called the impossible question because like it's impossible to answer that on the spot
2: no it's not okay it would
0: be oh yeah
2: this is any any show you know old new anything
0: and you can't ever month. change it? You're stuck in it forever? No, it's one month. Oh, one month. Okay. You're just stuck okay. there for a, a month. month. Okay, that's okay. I can think of a few. Can we have more than hmm. I mean I definitely want I would want to go on um Gilmore Girls. Shit. Shit's Creek.
2: Yeah. I'll join you in Shits Creek. I know.
0: But like friends. We'll go to Cafe and... Tropical. And Gossip Girl. I loved Gossip Girl. It'd be fun to go oh, Gossip gosh. Girl. I watched that back in the day. Oh, yeah. Makes I've sense. watched it multiple times. Mm-hmm. Okay. XOXO.
2: Gossip Girl. <laughs> when I when I used to watch that and and Sean would come in, he'd always get into his fun voice. Where he was like, mm, Gossip Girl. You know,
1: <laughs> XOXO. <laughs> oh, God. It was a good one. Did I we, haven't watched did, the new one. Um, you know, I first I thought Bewitched, but ooh, no, I would but say wait, bewitched, the old Bewitched. The old Bewitched, okay. yeah, the old Bewitched. But I would say um, also so Bewitched because she was fun. She seemed like mm-hmm. a fun mom. Like she would be a cool person so, to hang out so, with. Because you
2: wouldn't, you wouldn't be here. You would be you. I would so, be So yeah. so you would be like her cool next door neighbor, mm-hmm. not yeah. like yeah. what was her name? Gladys? Was it Gladys? You're not gonna be like Gladys. No, you're gonna be like always, her um, best friend.
1: Yeah, and I'm gonna like hide for her and stuff. Yeah, she would be super cool. But also, um, marvelous Mrs. Maisel because oh, she love would that just make so me much. laugh and laugh and laugh. Yeah,
0: I love that too. Yeah. I watched that a couple times. What would yours be? Schitt's Creek for sure.
2: Yeah, because you're gonna be there. and We're gonna have so much fun. Yeah. Okay. Um. Gosh, I don't for a month. I actually expected that question to be a lot easier. But I'm stumped. At some point, I'm gonna, I'm gonna think about it for a, for a minute while you guys talk.
0: And I'll come back to you. Okay,
2: Trish. It's gonna be, I'm gonna put some heartfelt thought into this question.
0: <laughs> and in like a week, you're gonna come back with your you're answer. are going edit These and with like out of audio. the blue.
2: We have we have Eric Swider on our next show, so it'll I'll bring it up on that episode. Okay, perfect, okay, cool. That's great.
1: <laughs> That'll be a fun episode.
2: Yeah. Is there anything else you would like us to know that we don't know about you?
1: I feel like there's a lot of there's a lot of things. Um, I used to come to Palmas since I was a little girl, so Palmas has been kind of like in my life for a long time. I kind of hated it when I was in college um, because it was very yuppie, and I felt it was very, like, not my style. And actually, when I came to Puerto Rico, I wasn't going to move to Palmas. I was going to move to Rincón. So that's maybe something that you didn't know about me, that we were going to go to the West Coast. But then we had already booked our Airbnbs on the West Coast, and we trapped, we visited, but we felt that, um, like, the kids, it wasn't easy for them to like get out of the house for, where we were renting in Awala. It was it was a beautiful place right next to the beach, right next to the wilderness. It was incredible, but not a lot of people around. And ultimately, when we came to visit my dad, that my dad lives in Banmas, when we came to visit my dad here, it, there were kids everywhere. There were cool parents everywhere. There were cool people everywhere. And... That was that that was something a sense of and we came and it was 2021 early 2021 and other places of the island were a lot more locked down and here I felt like we could we had already had like a fucked up year in California during 2020 and the beginning of 2021 and we just wanted to give our kids some semblance of normalcy and we felt that there were like minded people in Palmas And I'm really happy that we made the decision to come and stay here. We are as well. And thank you ladies so much. I look forward to listening to more of your episodes and thank you for having me on. Well, thank you for being here. It's been definitely our pleasure.
0: Yes. So we were talking about your upcoming trip. And you have some of your places picked out, but some of them you're still undecided on. So you mentioned Budapest, mm-hmm.
1: and then we went to bathhouses, and
0: then we went to bathhouses, which, well, actually no, that led me to Istanbul,
1: right. which
0: led me to a bathhouse, mm-hmm. this also is, known as a
2: haman. This is has been um, our conversation after we hit stop on the record, yes. so. We decided it was but just too we
0: good. Ha- yeah, we had to hit record again yeah. because <laughs> yeah. we thought it was a pretty funny convo. Uh, very well, very I was much. learning.
1: I was I did not know that they did that in Turkey. Yeah. So you were do you want to so, explain that to me well, yeah. how that works? Yes.
0: So Joel and I did it and you you, walked, to, you were at the spa. We were at the spa. Joel and I both went to the spa and signed up for the Haman and a massage. And so you go in, you get this, this little room where you put all your stuff and change. And um, for women, they give you a robe and these little paper panties. And then you get walked out to the sauna where you sit in the sauna for a while in your robe. And then they come get you and they take your robe and you're in a room with all these other naked women and the people that do the bath. I don't know what you call them. Uh, and then the bathers, the bathers, sure. And you lay down on a marble stone and they pour water on you. Is the marble stone cold? No, it's, I feel like it was warm. (coughs) So they pour water on you, they pour soap on you, and then they proceed to use like a loofah rub all over your body, everywhere, except for where the paper panties are. And so you're all soaped up. And, like, to the point that I remember, like, I guess, because you have to turn over. And so that is, it's pretty fun. But, I mean, it was fine. I I read some reviews, uh, blogs about it before we went because I really wanted to know what I was, like, getting myself into. And this one girl described the, like, whole turnover thing as, like, really hard and awkward and I don't know. I just was like, it wasn't that big of a deal.
2: I'm not good with the turnovers anyway. Like every single time I have a massage. Oh, yeah. I I always... You, you, you know how like whales, they come out of the water and go... You know, and they come out of the water and then they kind of flap down. It's like such just awkward... Like every single time she's like, okay, flip. And I'm like... Mm. <laughs> and I see the whale every single time. I'm like, this is like the most awkward thing. And I always wonder... Is, is it just me or are other people feel really awkward when they like are trying to flip? You're like, you know, you're kind of inquiring <laughs> minds want to know. I don't know. I feel like the flip is I always forget if I'm supposed to turn away or turn towards while she's holding up the towel. I always
0: turn away. Okay. I, yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. I don't, I don't know. know which I, way you're I supposed to a, turn. I see
2: the whale come out of the water every single time when I, I don't. That's funny. There you go.
0: So I will say this. So after, after that is actually the worst part because you get up from the marble where you're being washed and they lead you over somewhere else to wrench you off and you never know when the bucket of water's coming so you basically just stand there with your eyes and mouth closed and then you blow out every like little bit just to breathe it's real fun wow and you really don't know if it's going to be warm or cool Oh, the water! It's is like, that on purpose for like so. to get your brain? Yeah, I don't know. Going? I don't know. So,
2: so my question is: the men then had their their own room. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Did they also get like a little thong thing, or did they have? He did like, not a bigger... get a thong
0: thing. He he had to just go in balls out. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I don't. I. Mm.
2: We have to. ask We didn't this. ask
0: Joel about so. this. I guess we're gonna have to do a. Part two follow up, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I but we both enjoyed it, and then so then after that you go like rest and get um, have a drink like a coffee or tea. I think they bring you Turkish tea, and then like this little tray of goodies, and then they rub your feet. And then we went to and we had a massage, which that was really nice. And then they give you a little snack at the end of it all. It's very pleasant. It was a very good experience. Wow, that sounds actually really amazing. Yeah.
1: Gotta say it all and see what.
2: No, you could do like you know, funny, funny things like, like.
1: (laughs) Oh my god!
0: You know, like typical Palma sounds. (laughs) I would just go record the cookies.
1: (laughs) Oh, or the beach and the waves. Oh.